Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Sometimes when y'all, you know, you and, you know, y'all don't come from the same loins, 
Y'all love it. There's a, there's, there's a little mm in between there. There's a little friction in there because you don't, sometimes you don't come up in the same household. Some of the same teachings get away. Amen? And you're not as close as you, as you want to be. And then sometimes you don't meet them until they don't want to like them. A whole lot of life has gone past. You know them, but you really don't know them. Amen? Let's keep talking. I'm just setting the stage, y'all. I have a half sister, so I understand how this goes. The sons of his father's wives, Bella and Zelpha, both Joseph, but Joseph re, um, re, um, reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Let me stop right here. Or oh, in the words, DJ, let's pop right here. <laughs> 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 So I just told you. He reported that some of the bad things that his that them half brothers of his were doing to him. Amen. He told his dad, listen, so I don't know what he told, but I'm just paraphrasing. Man, these, these dudes in here, man, they they can they bother me, they pick on me. And they at every turn they gang up on me. And I get it. And you know. And, uh, and so that's how it is in the dynamic of getting to know people who already know one another, and you like the outsider coming in. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Let me help some. Let me help some outsider on this morning, or who felt like they're outsider. Let the word of God help you on this morning. Amen. Amen. Verse three. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children. You know that got to be a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. Them brothers who've been working and Joseph seemed that he's the outsider, but daddy loved him more. <laughs> he hadn't said it, but they just they feel it. And even if they don't even feel it, they they've already now taken that on. He loved him more. Then then they then dad love us. Dad don't really love us the way he loves you. And no matter what we do, he ain't gonna love us that. Ooh, what a hard thing, amen? Mm -hmm. But Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So all the stuff that Joseph or the other brothers had, had experienced, Joseph didn't have to experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Joseph got to the party late. Jacob <laughs> yeah. was already settled in where he was going to be at this stage in his life. So let me, let me bring this to mother. So all the whoopings, the mother brothers got Joseph ain't get him. So why you you never spank Joseph? And so all this, for them, I'm not saying this happened, but I'm saying these these are the dynamics that happen. That all the stuff that the other brothers had to go through, Joseph didn't have to go through, amen. All the working and jumping through hoops that they did to to gain some ground with dad. Joseph didn't have to do. And here's the thing. Sometimes that's the favor of God. Amen. That all because whatever, all because of what everybody else has to go through to get to doesn't mean you have to go through to get the, the, the honor and the love of your father. And sometimes by, by just you, by what God is and what God is especially, you get the move to the head of the line and you didn't do anything to cause that. That's just the favor of God. Joseph was favored by God, amen? Amen. And said, someone, someone, some one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph. Ooh, I know that water in my bed. 
<laughs> a beautiful robe. Hmm. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. Isn't that something? You live in a house with somebody they, and your brothers, they can't say a kind word about you at all. They can't muster up enough because there's so much hatred in them for you. They can't say nothing good about you. Oh, Lord. Man, I would hate to have siblings that, that's looking for a way to kill me. And that's something. You live with somebody who's looking for a way to kill you. And I'm not just talking about I'm not just talking about emotionally. I'm talking about physically. Hate you. Wanting to take you out. It says, yeah, but his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers about it, they hated him even more than ever. Amen? Listen to the, this dream, he said. We were out in the field trying uh, tying up the bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundles stood up. And your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before me. Okay, so, <laughs> so you would have hated. So you would have hated, but yet you wake up from the dungeon and you tell the dungeon that at some point, your bundles are going to bow to my bundles. Now, it's not, it wasn't enough that he was getting picked on, beat on, having his, whatever, stolen, they took his clothes, whatever, whatever the big of your only kids, your only siblings do to you. He, he had the audacity to tell them <laughs> what, what his dream was. Amen. His brothers responded, so you think we're going to wish you will be our king? Do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream. And they and, 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 and then the way he talked about them. Wow, Joseph. Joe, verse 9 says, so Joseph had another dream. He didn't have one dream. Joseph was a dream, amen. Joseph was a seer. Joseph was a seer, amen. Soon Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers, so you, why would you go back and tell these dudes who just told you, you really think you're going to reign over us? And they hated him no more, but he told them his dream anyway. Listen, I had another dream. He said, the sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed low before me. Ooh, Ooh, the sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father. So he didn't just tell his brothers, y'all included Jacob too. And he said, this time he told the dream to his father as well as to his brothers, but his father scolded him. What kind of dream is this? He asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? Mm. But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dream meant. Mm -hmm. Amen? 
is this, and I'm looking over, let me pop right here. <laughs> for, for, for the sake of our, for the sake of having what a topic, be careful who you, who you tell your dreams to. Mm. Amen. <laughs> be careful who you tell your dreams to. You can't tell everybody everything that's going on in you. Not just because, see, Joseph was excited to share, but they weren't excited to receive. So you can't tell everybody what God is sharing with you about everything that God is sharing. Some things you got to take with you. Amen. Amen. It's not because you're not excited about what God is doing or you don't believe that they Some people just won't, won't accept or receive with you. Some people are not going to rejoice with you at all. If they hated you, because see, telling people your dreams only expose just how much hate some people have for you. Yeah, I know that's a hard thing for some of y'all to, to take on. Some people don't want to see you successful. But you go tell them, hey, God showed me that I'm. And they look at you like, kill me. I need it. And all the time, they're looking to sabotage or try to take or sabotage what you said God called you or said to you. Telling your dreams to people who don't have the capacity to help you incubate. What God said. See, we are the we should be we when we tell people our dream, we should be connecting the people that we know are going to keep it one, two, pray, and three, rejoice with us. But nah, we tell people, and see, just because you used to tell people things don't mean you tell them all things. Everybody can't handle everything. Mm -hmm. I know I'm preaching by myself, but that's why I said, all right, I'm good. With it. Thank God we're good. Because everybody is not meant to go where you're going. Everybody's not meant to take the ride with you. So why tell them everything that's going on with you? Because at the moment you tell them and they're riding, at the moment that you, when you do shit, they're going to always try to take the wheel. And then your dreams, they're going to try to turn it to which way they want it to go. Because they're not dreamers. They don't want you to be a dreamer. Because they're not seers. They don't want you to see. That can't be possible for you. Yeah. Everybody is not meant to go where you're going. So why do we freely talk to people about what God is sharing with us? Why don't we pray and ask God, God, do you want me to share what you just showed me? Is it, is it, is it, is this the time to share? That's the wisdom of God that kicks in concerning certain things that he show us. That's not for all things, but, the, but some of the things and the majority of the things that God shared concerning your life individually, 
God wants you to be wise enough to say, okay, is it, is it this time, is it time to share or is it time to be quiet? See, quiet, you have to master the skill of being quiet. See, shutting your mouth is a, is a skill. It is. Because we always, we all want to talk. When we feel or something's good, we know something good is about to happen. <laughs> or we say, okay, there's a breaking of day coming. Some people don't want your breaking of day moment. I want you to stay right where I am. I'm miserable. I need some company. <laughs> but you are seeing. Stop seeing. Shut your eyes. Look at me. Do you got a word for me? Because, see, if he would have told his brothers something about them, they would have been excited. But because it was something about him and they couldn't see a way in it, they tried to sabotage it and make him think, you are a fool. And then daddy didn't help. Because daddy scolded him the next time he told him. Why? Because when you, when you start seeing and they don't, and people around you can't see themselves in the equation, they fight you. See, everybody wants a word. But everybody's not a dreamer. A lot of people can't see themselves out of situations. It's a sad thing, man. It's a sad case when people are stuck where they are. There was so much hatred with his brother. You think the people that love you will rejoice with you. They are, some of them are the very ones who at, at every turn will try to kill you. It was Cain that killed Abraham. He knew what the promise was. And then the, then, 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 then God, your, the, your brother's blood cries out. See, we, see, we allow, see, we, most of us, we are so, we, we, we know what God has said, we've seen what God wants to show us, but we realize, we understand, okay, why has it happened yet? And a lot of our holdup is because we told the wrong people. We told the wrong people. See what you what we wanted what we want what we need is people to help push us. We don't need nobody that as I'm walking forward, you got a rope around me bringing me back. And that's what happens when we tell the wrong people. You can't tell your dreams to everybody. Yeah, and this is the same. And and when I and, and when I was thinking, I was like, your dreams sometimes are your dream about what I'm showing you. Internal, get them in. You get them in before you share with whom I tell you to share with. You become so you you your conviction becomes so strong in the things that I'm telling you to do that you won't be misled by other people telling you to do something different. Amen. Let's jump to Proverbs 20 and 8, 2019. We'll get back to Genesis. 2019 tells us a gossiper goes around telling secrets. 
Don't hang around with chatterers. And gossiper goes around telling secrets. So when you tell people something that you should, they immediately go tell others. And then the chatter stops about what you told them. A gossiper goes around telling secrets. What is a secret? Something that wasn't supposed to get out. See, a lot of people can't function when God tells you something about your life. You can't tell other people, God promised that, hey, God promised, God told me he was going to do this in my life. And you tell somebody who can't hold water. They can't hold nothing. The sabotage begins. If we would have told everybody when God was sharing with us about starting this ministry, a lot of people would, the sabotage, the people would have gone out of their way to sabotage. Or to try to have a hand and say, I may I help them make that happen. Sometimes when you hold on to it's not about nothing, but God wants you to know that can nobody help you but me. So a lot of people tell other people to get, you know, faith doesn't just come by hearing, faith comes by hinting too. Hint to people what God is telling you to hopefully get them involved to help you. When God is saying, if I told it to you, why don't you rely on me to help you? Why don't you rely on me to tell them to help you? Instead of you throwing out little breadcrumbs, you know I'm going to build a ministry that's going to be quiet, X, Y, and Z dollars. You, you, you start laying breadcrumbs for people to help you. towards him. See, sometimes it's a good thing. 
Sometimes it's a locator. You, you throw a little bait out there just to see how somebody will respond to it. And immediately, I hate it going when they when you when it's when it's when it's in you, it's gonna it's gonna leap out of you. Your hate towards me. It's been it's been lying dormant until you tell me something that you're gonna do that I don't think I can do. Because the first thing comes to mind is why you're doing it for her and you're not doing it for me. See, hate, hate jumps out. She don't deserve it. He don't deserve it. So now you start, that, that, you start, you start getting your, your righteous indignation. You start telling God, I'm better than they are. I study more than they do. I read more than they do. God, I pray longer than they do. You know my you know my first, middle, last name, and my spiritual name. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but these are but see when you're trying, when you're boasting in you, you start making claims and false claims only to diminish someone else. To make yourself look greater. Not in God's eyes, your eyes. And so when you're not careful about who you tell what God is sharing with you with. They stop plotting ways to bring you down, to break you, to cause you to be in unbelief. God didn't say that. He didn't really say that to me. <laughs> see, why? Because they start telling you, and then they gang, they gang up. Because see, one hater goes to tell another hater. And the hater that they tell don't know don't know you from a hole in the wall. So now you hate somebody that you never even met. You don't even know. But because he hate her, you hate her. She hate him, you hate him. He didn't lie to you. He didn't deceive her. You now you hate. So what haters, what people do is people need other people to help champion a cause. That's why you have to be very, very careful who you tell things to. Amen. And Joseph found out the hard way. And the, and, and the one thing about Joseph, he never changed his position on any of them. He loved them. Y'all know, know about the life of Joseph. Even they, when they sold him in slavery, they threw him in the pit. He never changed his mouth about his brothers. Some of us, our character need to be raised in the things of God and protecting who we tell our dreams to. Because that means just because you share and you, you've been burnt. That don't, that's a, that was an obvious, but you don't have to hate nobody to stand in what God calls you to stand in. And everything that Joseph went through, Joseph got double for his brothers. He was, he was restored everything. That they, I'm not talking to you, leave me alone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, the haters hate me, right? <laughs> 
don't understand what you said. Of course you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> And the Bible says that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit. Because it's foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because the Bible says they're spiritually discerned. So our wisdom has to be spiritually discerned. We have to be careful who we share our dreams with. Everybody don't believe. Every, can I say this about the ministry? Everybody don't believe, everybody didn't believe we were called to do ministry. And at times we've had to shut our mouth about what we were, what, what God was calling us to do. How often did we tell people what, what stage we were in? Very little, did we? I, well, I, I wouldn't even tell, I wouldn't even tell y'all we were buying cake. <laughs> because even in the smallest things, people won't rejoice with you. Because the first thing comes to people, oh, what are they doing to get? What are they doing to get? How are they, they getting all this money? They don't even have a building. How are they getting this money? How are they able to do this? The haters, and see, we had to shut it down because everybody is not meant to go where we're going. To do what we're doing. And we had to go with the, we had to share as God led us to share. Not that we did not want you guys to know. Because at every turn, when there was an opportunity for us to share, and God told me, okay, now show them this. You guys needed to know and see yeah. what you were sowing into. But at every point, we internally couldn't share everything. Not that we, we're pious and we, we believe that what we got going on is better than what it is. No, we just understood where we were going and who and what things were being just was trying to attack. So why further feed the attack? Because, listen, they're going to talk about us. They're going to talk about you. They're going to talk about the believers whether you're doing good or nothing. If your name is on their list, they're going to talk. Some are going to humble themselves and speak well, and then the others are going to continue to hate because it's just what they do. People don't want to see you blessed. Don't be fooled by thinking everybody who with you wants you to be blessed. Everybody doesn't want the goodness of God to be revealed in your life or to show forth the God. Everybody don't want your children to live. Yeah, everybody don't want you to live a, a God and have an abundance of, of, of what God has in your life and has success for your life. People are designed to try to stop you. If they can talk you out of what God called you to do, where you really set on what God told you to do. See, that's the being careful about your dreams. You got to be so set in what God has called you to do. That even if you don't share, and they believe that they receive some revelation of what you're going through. Because, see, people, people are giving you, well, God showed me, they'll lie to you. God showed me this about your life. 
No, I, you listen to them, and then you like. I believe if you watch me long enough, you now you take a picture that you believe that God is doing something in my life. You see me moving in the direction that you believe God is doing something in my life. <laughs> Even in that, not everybody. Hear me clearly. Not everybody is ill will, but there's a lot of people who mean you no good. And they hide behind people who have your best interests at heart. Yeah, they do. They wait for opportunities to show themselves. They're going to hate because they are not doing what they're supposed to do. So if I'm not doing it, why should you do it? Amen. Yeah. And this is not. Well, again, if it don't apply, let it fly. <laughs> if it ain't you, I'm not talking to you. And that's just the reality of it. But if you feel the way, then I'm talking to you. God is talking to you. You don't have to stay in that situation. You can change it. All you have to do is put on Christ. There's no hate in God. None whatsoever. He said he wants, he wants us to live a godly life. That we ought to go and do it and to, and to possess the land, to do all that he's called us to do. But how do you do that if you're not willing to step out and move and keep Joseph wasn't afraid. <clears throat> You don't hear once in the life of the story of Joseph where fear ever came upon Joseph. He kept pushing along. He kept speaking. God kept showing him. And he kept doing it. At every turn. But the one thing Joseph did that most of us can't do is we can't keep our minds stayed on Jesus. See, we can't keep our, we can't, see, our hearts and our mouths don't line up. The hardest thing to do is to get your mouth to line up with, the, with, with, the, with, with what the Spirit of God is doing. Because a lot of times, your mouth is always going to say something contrary to what the Word says. Welcome to being human. <laughs> yeah, welcome to being human. We're natural. We're not celestial. So there's a natural that we have to always fight this flesh to do the will of God, to do what God called us to do. Don't let nobody walking around and shoot to tell you that they don't fight with them, that there's no war going on within you. None of us have reached the principle of our spiritual walk with God because if they, if they, at that point, we should just be taking on the glory because it don't get no better than that. We're all fighting to be better believers, better, better representations, and a better representative of who Jesus Christ is and the love of God. And so even in our walk, that we got to love people even when we know they don't care nothing about us. Amen. Even when you know you're going to tweet in here, even after this message, some of y'all still go tell people some dreams. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not foolish enough to think that God knows y'all. He ain't God knows he ain't foolish enough to think that you're not gonna tell every that you're not gonna go tell your dream. Sometimes, and then in these cases, in those cases, you need to know who the individual is that you told to. So some people you will tell you after you after we have after this after the day, you will still tell some people your dream, and they still gonna look at you sideways. <laughs> and guess what your job is to do? Love them. I told them, and this is the response I give. God, I love them, but I won't, I can't tell them nothing else. Thank you for revealing that to me. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, they already knew who they were. You just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes you to know. Because if you got a circle of people and you believe that everybody is, they just have Everybody is with you to be with you, and they want to honestly see you move. You'll start seeing and weeding away who's for you and who's against you. Amen. Because not everything that goes on you in your life is just the devil. It's, it's people who are actually warned against you. And sometimes you gotta make that circle of friends shorter and smaller as you grow in the things of God. I heard, and, and, I, and I, I heard Bishop Jake say this years ago, years, many years ago, and it, stood, it, it, stayed, it stayed with me because some things are, things are true. Some people, some people, no matter who, sometimes people speak the truth and no matter who they are, truth always reveals itself. He said, you'll be lucky in this lifetime to have one, well, five good friends. <clears throat> and at the end, you'll be blessed to have one confidant friend. That's someone who rides for whatever. And here's the thing. I have that. It hurts. That's the one who rides forever. I have a lot of people. Well, that's that's a lot. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> that's a lot. I, I, I don't I don't I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of people that I talk to. That's a great thing. At this stage, and what I've never had a, an abundance of a lot of friends. I've had a certain group of a number of people that I consider to be friends at the time, but never. Yeah, but never a lot of people. I didn't do a group of people because I knew out of the group, out of 10, at least nine couldn't stand me. <laughs> I was okay with that because I understood that just because we smile and we kick and we play don't mean you're for me. Don't mean my life is just as important as your life. And that's, those are friends. That when my life is just as important as yours, getting home is just as important as you getting home, that's my friend. But if you're okay with getting home and leaving me wherever you left me, then you're not my friend. And most of them was able, was, was comfortable with leaving me where I was to get home. She taught us in a roundabout way, if you go together, you come back together. Amen. Well, everybody's not taught that. 
Those are that's dream keepers. Those people who are who are gonna rock and roll and hold and keep you. See, everybody uses these little these little sayings, ten toes down, and all this stuff. A lot of people don't understand what that means. I'm a ride. A lot of people don't understand what that means. That means whatever comes with a palm tree is ten toes down. Why? Because a palm tree will bend any way the wind blows it, but never gets unrooted. How many of your friends get unrooted when you tell them what you tell them? They get uneasy about it. How many people, let's, let's take the friend off, how many people do you say that my bundle is going to stand tall and all your bundles going to bow and not have them lose their ever-loving mind? <laughs> so are you saying I'm going to have to bow to you? That you're going to be my boss one day? You gonna be you gonna be my pastor? I'm gonna have to listen to you. I'm gonna have to do what you tell me to do. People can't fathom that, especially when they believe they know more than you. Amen. <laughs> That's so true. I went to school. I, I studied abroad. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe you know more? I speak Hebrew and the Greek. <laughs> okay, master English first. <laughs> <laughs> but see, people believe that that gives them some leverage with God. That puts you at the head of the line of the body. No, it does not. Why? Because he knows that at some point you're going to lean to your own understanding. And I'll tease y'all with this. There's a message God gave me. Is there a pulse in the pulpit? <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that at some point. But that's because everybody wants everybody wants to be the heart of what's going on and not allow God to be. But people want to take glory for God and the glory from God when you tell them your dream. Did you know she told me first? <laughs> I was with when I was with when God shared it with her. What does that mean? I told you to help pray. I told you to pray. And some of y'all, get out of all these prayer groups, man. Get out of all these prayer groups. All these prayer groups are not prayer groups. They're just social clubs for gossiping. They for, they're, they're for you to get comfortable with telling everything that God shares with you. Why? So they can take the credit and get the glory for it. Cut yourself. And listen. I know, I hear you. Not every prayer group is like that yet, but a lot of them are. If you are in a ministry and you're being fed the word, why do you need to run hither, there, to and fro to receive the word? Too many, even at too many tables, cause you to get sick and die. You can't eat from everybody's table and not get sick. And a lot of you are trying to be fed from everybody's table and you're dying. Because of the food that you're receiving. Why? Because if you're set to a place, that place has been called and set to feed you. Okay, you want to get fed here, but you want to get a dessert somewhere else. <laughs> you want to shop somewhere else. 
Because they say things that, that, that tickle your fancy. You're always being promised, 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 promised something from God. You better settle yourself. Everybody wants to be told and given a word. What greater word can you go? And go to the Bible and get your own word. And just because I don't promise you a house on the hill don't mean that's not a word for your soul. Do you rather your garage be filled or your soul be filled? But most of you guys are most people run, run, run. You better stop eating at everybody's table. Everybody don't cook and don't clean themselves properly. Everybody, everybody's not sanitized. Everybody's not filled with the spirit, just in case though you don't get lost in translation. Everybody's not filled with the spirit. And then God appreciate you could appreciate because I'm grace. And it ain't just any spirit, you gotta be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because there's many spirits. You get into a house and all of a sudden you worshiping an elephant. You lost your mind. Got you worshiping some some statue on the wall. Better get yourself together. Stop being eager to run, run, run. Just because you hear and God shows you things and somebody took they can interpret it. They're telling you what they want you to see, not what you've seen. You better get to know God for yourself. Stop telling everybody your dream. Because people take your dream and contaminate them. Yeah, they do. That's why you got you, you know your group is gossiping. And half the people in the group is a bunch of gossipers. But yeah, you, you're, you're comfortable with telling people. Why? Because you're an undercover gossiper. And now everybody's gift of gossip is flowing. Because <laughs> it's not prophesying. You're just gossip. You're just telling people what somebody else told you. <laughs> see, because see, prophecy is not is not about hearing from God. Or prophecy is about God. What you told me, I'm now taking on. So now I tell you what what you told me. I just changed it and I flipped it. So now you're proper lying. You're not. So you got. So I'm telling you, your dream. You your if your your dream is important enough for God to give it to you. It's important enough for you to protect it. Why? Because it's a gateway and an entry to the the things that God's going to do to elevate and move your life forward. Why would you give that away freely? Why would you allow somebody to control? What the destiny that God has purposed and planned in your life. See, can't because can't nobody tell you what God has said, but what they can do, they can try to derail it and they can prolong it. And everybody who can will try to derail you. They will get you in a place where you end up in the pit. Because they don't want, see the pit was, see the pit has a multitude of different things. The pit is designed, because see people, when you're in the pit, you can't see elevation. You can't see growth. All you see is the hole you in. You don't understand that if you keep moving forward, there's a way out. 
But most people, when you get a pick, now you stop walking, you're looking around. How can I get out of here? You never look up. Only time they look up in the pit is when they're asking for help. I'm telling you, stop telling people or running around, telling everybody what God is doing and saying in your life. Everybody is not equipped to handle it. They're not designed to, a lot of you are not designed to handle it. When I have a need and I know God is providing you a need, the, the, the most natural thing to do for me is to try to take your need to fill my need. To take what God is doing in me to fill the hole that's in me. See, you got a lot of people living outside of their own, their own purpose and plan because they're trying to out, they're trying to live out somebody else's. That's why you gotta be careful. Because see, people don't dream, so they want to take your dream. And they want to dream, they want to live your dream. Those are people who are who don't have the ability to. To, to allow God to speak. And there is no dream in them at all. Imagine what God can do in my life. There's no vision for people. The Bible says without vision, people perish. What dangerous thing to tell somebody your dream that they have no vision. Why? Because the only thing they can see is what God is doing in your life. So now what he's doing in your life. Now that's. <laughs> I want to put that on that look, that look good on me too. Yeah, wear that mantle. Yeah, that look, hey. see, that's why the robe, hey. that's why the robe was so important hey. that Jacob gave him Joseph. Mm -hmm. That's why, because everybody wasn't meant to put on that robe. Yeah. See, everybody can't wear your garment. But when I, don't, when I can't see for myself, your clothes look good on me. I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. <laughs> y'all just said some stuff this morning that I'm like, Lord, I thank y'all be seeing some stuff myself. Because it's important that once you understand that what I wear is what God has given me. I can't wear yours. Amen. Amen. I don't want to. And don't want to. That right there. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't put on your anointing. Yeah. I, can't, I can't take on your anointing. That's why when you hear people say, I'm taking on the anointing of another, you can't take on the anointing of another. Yeah, right there. Because what that individual had to go through to yes. see said anointing, you will die. Yes. The day you try to put that on. So you better embrace what God is putting on you. And you better perfect your anointing. And dreaming your dream about yeah. the anointing that God, okay, God, now with the dream you show, give me vision of how to carry this out. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. Don't let me don't let me power power. I said, and don't let me close. Yeah. I'm telling you, you got to learn to put that on. Yeah. <coughs> and you got to learn to keep it on. Ooh. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> you got to learn to keep that on. My God. Because God has anointed each and every one of us yeah. to do a specific thing. Your thing ain't her thing. His thing ain't his thing. You gotta be comfortable with what God has called you to do. And now you gotta be, you gotta be so cool to walk in. Just because they may be walking a few paces ahead of you, God, I thank you. That everybody they walk past, you allow me to touch. You allow me to touch. You allow me to touch. You allow me to speak into. Because it is only a residue of what's gone before you that you get to take advantage of anyway. I'm telling you. 
And so I, I come up under a, uh, I grew up under an awesome deliverance teacher. Yes. One of the greatest men I've ever known in my life. As it relates to what God was doing and what God was able to show him in a, concerning how to walk this thing out. He was one of the boldest men I ever met in my life. Amen. As truthful as he was. Yes. <laughs> Yes. He, he, that's how he walked. Yes. But he will walk in any, any atmosphere, any environment because of the anointing that was yes. on his life. And, and it changed immediately. Yes. And the next person who did it will probably that will probably get beat the straight. But because of the way he was able to walk, some people thought they could walk like he walked because by virtue of following, and it ain't so. Amen. Yeah. You better preach. You wasn't willing to put on what he put on. Yes. You wasn't willing to go through yes. what he went through. But you got to embrace your money. So if he walked through that door, God, okay, you want me to walk through? I'm going to walk through this door. But because he walked, I'm walking this way. Yes. The same with you. You got to be willing to walk. You may not have what the anointing that God has put on me, but you have an anointing to walk through the door that he's called you to walk through to change the environment yes. that you can change. And guess what? The power is, ord is ordained to go with you when you're walking in your anointing. Don't be so quick to pick up other people's mantles. They were built to carry it. You're not. You're built to carry yours. But everyone, everybody want to take on what other people do. So when people tell them, guys, I'm... I'm and then they get, I'm anointed to do this, and I'm anointed to do it. They automatically assume that they can do it because by virtue of being around you, I can do it. Yeah, just, he's got no respect to the person, but he's given everybody a measure of faith and your own anointing to carry out your own assignments. We're not all called to do the same thing. We're all called to be a part of the same body, but everybody has a, every joint has its own support. But if you get so caught up trying to do my supply, what do you do yours? And because you're trying to do mine, guess what happens? Your work gets undone. Teach. That's good. You leave a life of people who have yet to experience God because you're trying to do something somebody else is doing. All y'all want to do traveling evangelists or evangelists. <laughs> get home. Change your home. Change your area. You want to get on the bird and change the world. Man, change your neighborhood. Change your job. Change the office or whatever you got your business. Change your own business. Set the standard of godliness in your business, but continue to do business, but set a standard of godliness. Amen. 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 Listen, let me get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing about starting about and about keeping your dream is starting with getting the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're you're behind, you're not you're not even at the starting line. You're not even at the point where you want to get into the race. The race begins at Acts two thirty eight. When you repent, you have to, now you, you have, okay, you, 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 you're ready to 
So now you repent. And you ask God. You say, God, I repent. I, forgive me. I turn from my sin. I, now I'm, I, God, I want to turn away from a life of sin. And here's the thing for some of y'all. You don't get to do you don't get to do sinning and the work. Out of the Bible says, out of my pocket, out of the same I flow, blessings and cussings. You don't get to do them both. You got to make the choice. You can't actually act, actively live a life that you're, okay, I'm going to put my religion up today. And I got, I'm going to get the food today. But tomorrow, I'm going to be like you. I'm, I'm going to get out of the way tomorrow. <laughs> so you plotting the sin. Tomorrow, I'm going to get back right tomorrow, God. No, you make a decision to turn away. It's a process. It's a process to live out this life. The Bible says that we're working out our salvation. That means we're constantly working to, to be better as we continue to move forward. In our, in our life, in our relationship with God. Don't let nobody tell you that. Some of the thoughts you had before you got saved that you don't think I'm going to... You fight to renew your mind. You fight to renew this mind. I was talking to a brother yesterday, and he was saying that um, I, he heard some music, and he starts, Christian brother, he starts singing the lyrics. I didn't know what, I didn't know who it was. He named out the artist, and he starts... He, I said, see, that's just how easy mm -hmm. our, our minds go back. Yeah. That's why it's a renewing process. You don't forget, but you don't do what you were doing when you first heard it. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing is about when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we, we, we earnestly go after the kingdom of God. We hear the songs, but it don't have the same effect. Right. We, we may bop a little bit, yeah, don't look at me like that. It's the truth. You can be in a restaurant, they playing that music. You be like, you start snapping your hands. Like all of a sudden, you groove with it, and then you gotta catch yourself. Nope. Man, I don't. I remember that song. <laughs> and you gotta tell yourself. You gotta tell yourself to get back over here. You gotta get back over here. And for a moment, you were good. You was you you had nostalgia going. <laughs> And that's, that's just the way our minds work. But if we can set our minds on the things of God, how much more can the kingdom and the word of God work in our minds? That in the moment when we need the word, the word shows back up in our minds. That's the renewal. That's why we got started out by telling you, teach your children how to study the word, how to get it. Because when moments happen, they can read. The word will always show us to get them in line. When we're not there, the word is there. And so for you out there, repent. Be baptized. We baptizing. What day did you baptize? August 20th. August the 20th. Reach out to the ministry and, and, and let them know you want to be baptized. Yeah, so we can have an account. And then there will be an account in heaven. Amen. That you're going down the war. You want your record in heaven. That you've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then the Bible is clear it says you've got to be born of the water and of the spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. With the, 
with the, with the gift of the tongues, speaking in your heavenly language that only God can give you. Amen? Amen. I can't teach you how to speak in your heavenly language. Your language is your language and my language is my language. God wants to feel you on the day. And if that's you out there, don't hesitate. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. It's just that easy. So don't fight to have to be involved. You don't have to come and lay out. Man, if you open your heart and you and you earnestly want to receive, God will fill you to the overflow. Yeah, he will. We, I have, we have a room full of living witnesses of what the power of God can do. So wherever you are driving, you need to pull over, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And then reach out to us if you're in this area to be baptized. If you want to be, if you want to partner with this ministry, listen, there's some information. Reach out to us. Partner with us. Yeah. We would love to have you be a part of the, the TKM family to move the kingdom of God forward. God's rule and reign is the kingdom advancing way. We want to do what God says do. We want to reign in this earth to show forth that there is a body and a people who trust God, who believe God, who love God, who want to see God more than any of God's word and God's agenda moving forward. God bless you. We love you. We thank God for you. Listen, check us out on Wednesday. And as um, the announcement was said, listen, you want to reach out to us? Let us know. And tune back in this evening. And come out. If you're in this area, DMV area, if you're in Virginia, Maryland, DC, and we are here, 6725, Sulin Road, Morningside or Sulin, Maryland, with that little tickles your fans. Sweet 101. <laughs> I call it Morningside. <laughs> That's just me being me. And so, yeah, 6725, Sulin Road. Sulin Road.